Namaskar. So what is happening in the United States? Inflation. Inflation is beginning to inch up and the gas prices are touching towards 6.5 to 7 dollars a gallon at the pump. The crude is around 117, give or take a few dollars with be it Brent or the WTR. But what are the things that are going on around the world that is causing the crude to stay up? Of course, the Russian-Ukrainian conflict. Now, news is coming that the United States is urging Ukraine to try and see if they can make ceasefire with Russia. Whatever be the conditions, we don't know. But it is now the United States which is telling Ukraine, you need to sit down and see if you can do a ceasefire with Russia. Why is the United States doing that? First of all, we know that the Democrats are in trouble in November. So they will try and see if they can get uh, control over the inflation. Okay, that's the big picture here, big objective. Now, let us take a quick look at what it means for countries like India. India, by the way, is the third largest consumer of crude today. So this conflict, if it continues, it could lead to some other challenges. So let us see what are the different choke points that we have here. First, we told you that India's imports from Russia are rising, but we also know now that Bharat Petroleum and Hindustan Petroleum have been denied any crude access from Russia. Russia is only supplying to Indian oil. So clearly Russia also is finding the limits of how much it can supply, Urals, for example. It could also be because Russia doesn't want to give that $35 discount to the bread price. That's also a possibility. We don't know what kind of a agreement was drawn up in the first place, so we can't really comment. But I just want you to know that uh, in terms of India's requirements, Russia is the number two provider of crude to India. So that is at 0.74. This is a number that was in May 2022. And you can see the KPLER is a source. Now, we talked about inflation being a huge problem for the United States. What does the United States do? It has a few tools at its disposal. For example, today, West Texas is at $109 a barrel crude. But what is the cost of extraction? If you look at that, it's amazing. The shale in the United States costs it $40 per barrel. The uh, crude is around $55. And the oil sands, which is what... Canada produces is a little bit higher than that. Same way, this was the 2021 numbers. The extraction of shale has improved a little bit more. The oil extraction efficiency also has gone up. And oil sands have come down a little bit, but not in the same range as shale. Shale is now around 36 and uh, crude is around 38 today. Now, this is all the existing wells because where the processes are being improved, efficiency. If you want to open new wells, you're talking about a 10 to $15 per barrel at the beginning when the thing starts. And after that, again, the efficiencies will take over and that will also trend towards these values. These are more like steady state values. Think of it that way. But what we are looking at is the U.S. cost is around 30 and 40. So the U.S. oil companies are making money hand over fist right now. Now, what if, what if Biden tries to apply pressure on Russia? Now, how does he apply pressure on Russia? He can apply by telling Turkey, for instance, to stop allowing the oil tankers from passing through its straits. Why does this become very important now? Today, 
Turkey is not allowing any Russian military ships through its straits. Remember that Black Sea is the only way out for Russia to or in for Russia to try and attack Ukraine. And what the Turkish are doing is they are allowing only commercial tankers such as oil tankers to go through. Where do the oil tankers start? They start as you see in this arrow. Novorossiysk is the place where most of the oil headed for India goes. There's another pickup point, but that's up in the Baltics. I don't think that is a viable route because it has to cross all of Europe and then come down to Mediterranean and then come through the Suez Canal. Here, what it is, is once you get into Turkey, then here is the Turkey line itself. This is a very narrow strait through which these tankers pass and the bottom blue is the Mediterranean Sea and then they can go into Suez Canal. The challenge for Turkey is every time one of these big tankers go through, it needs to stop all other navigation from happening. Like the smaller boats can't travel because these tankers are huge and there are some small choke points where these things will only pass if there is nothing else. So these are all some of the challenges that Turkey faces. There's one other such choke point a little bit further down, but you get the idea. All I'm trying to say is the US can apply pressure on Turkey to stop oil tankers from leaving Russia for other countries. If that happens, what are Russia's options? Russia's options are trying to use the oil pipelines and natural gas pipeline, but those go into Europe. They don't go to India. So that is a challenge for India. So India could be caught in this game, even though it may have not done anything wrong here. So what if Biden decides to say that, listen, I have one shot at trying to keep the majority in both houses. And for that, I need to have inflation come down, way down, way down. Let us say that Russia doesn't agree for a ceasefire. This has been a tango going on. Russia says we want ceasefire. Ukraine says no. Now Ukraine is saying yes. Maybe Russia won't say yes. So if something like that has to happen, what are the pressure points that Biden can do, the Biden administration can do? One is, of course, have Turkey stop any tankers from leaving Russia. That would hit India hard, very hard. Second thing that he could also do is that he could say inside the United States, the price of a crude will be at $70, not $117. Suddenly you're talking about a good 40 to 50% drop in crude. And once the drop in crude happens, then what happens is the price of the pump will go down, inflation will start getting tamed. But the two have to happen in simultaneous things. Reason being that the US also is concerned about how it is helping the war in Ukraine. You see, 15% of all stock of US of Stinger missiles and Javelin missiles are now exhausted. You, you know, we have been talking about Ukraine, common persons, common people, just getting ready, training for two weeks and then going to fight. How are they doing that? They can do that only if they are trained on missiles like Stinger and Javelin. Javelin is used to attack tanks, I believe, and Stingers are used as anti-aircraft weaponry. So if the US starts seeing that it's going to take two, three years to replenish this 15% drawdown that has already happened, therefore, US wants the war to stop. So you, you see how things are playing. US says, stop fighting. And, and now Russia might say, well, you know, I think I may not want to stop. And if Russia wants to continue, then U.S. will bring about pressure by choking off the 
Turkish Straits, from where the tankers go from Russia to others, uh, to countries like India. If that were to happen, India will find itself in a very difficult situation. And the price of crude might go even as high as 170 dollars per barrel. Today we are at 117. Already people are screaming. If it goes up a further 55 dollars, you can see the mayhem that it could cause on the market. All this while, US could still sit back and say, internally, I'm going to produce for myself and I'm going to be consuming it at $70 per barrel. If something like this happens, this is sort of like a Hail Mary option for the Biden administration. If they do something like this, there are some other problems that could come. For instance, people might say, well, I don't want to buy oil anymore in US dollars. I will buy in some other thing. In fact, it is rumored that India has a rupee ruble agreement with Russia for its oil. And India also wants all its exporters to be paid in rubles. Suddenly, the ruble is a much wanted currency. There you go. So all sorts of things up in the air going on. But it is expected that if the current round fails, wherein Russia doesn't come to the bargaining table and things continue, something like this could play out. Unfortunately for all this, it is India that is going to get hurt. Is this one of the reasons also why India is trying to play nice with countries like Qatar or uh, other uh, countries, including Iran, for example, so that if in case India gets squeezed out of Russian oil, it needs to look somewhere else. And remember, all the refineries in India are not set up to get all kinds of crude. There are many crudes, many variations. In fact, I looked at the oilprice.com website. Oh my God, there are lots of variations. There are three or four interesting links that I have provided. You can take a look at that also if you want to uh, know a little bit more about this. And also remember that oil is the one thing that has created wars. First World War was one. In the Second World War, it is believed that Japan kept conquering countries like Indonesia, Philippines and so on because they needed oil and they were continuously trying to see which country could provide them oil to keep fighting the Second World War. That's my two cents for you. Please like, share and subscribe to our channel. And don't forget to click on the bell button for notifications. If you think this was useful, please consider donating to our cause. And uh, you can do that by using the super thanks button. Namaskar.